Hello there and welcome to another episode of Reading the Bible Responsibly. We are continuing our mini-series called You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. And we're looking at Bible words that we might need to re-understand. Last time we looked at the word heart. And we saw that the Bible uses heart to talk about the innermost core being of ourselves, not some emotional part of us as compared to, say, the thinking or rational head. Today, we're going to look at the word kill, especially as it's used in the Ten Commandments. Some translations simply read, do not kill, while others say, do not murder. Does this command prohibit all killing or just certain kinds? What is the actual word used, and what would it have meant in its original context? And most importantly, Does this change how we look at God and violence? Let's start with the original commandment. It's the sixth commandment, at least in Protestant numbering. You may know this, but Jews, Roman Catholics, and Protestants all have a few differences in how they number the actual commandments, but that's for another time. Exodus 20.13 says, You shall not... Murder. Now, the NIV, the New American Standard, the New Revised Standard, English Standard, for example, say murder. The King James Version simply says kill. Most translations don't deal with the difficulty in the text itself. You'd have to go to a commentary or a resource. But as exceptions, the NRSV and ESV actually have footnotes on the word. The NRSV reminds its readers that the word could simply mean kill. The ESV has a footnote giving a little definition to this word. It says, It covers causing human death through carelessness or negligence. In other words, they're going to translate it murder, but they want you to know it can also mean killing someone because you were careless or negligent. Now, the Ten Commandments show up again in Deuteronomy chapter 5, and in verse 7, it's the exact same wording in Hebrew and the translations deal with it the exact same way. The word used in both passages is the Hebrew word ratzach. One of the most respected Hebrew lexicons, that's essentially a dictionary, defines the word as murder or kill or crush. We run into an immediate difficulty, though, in the very next chapter. Exodus 21 lists some crimes that should receive the death penalty. Exodus 21.12 says, Anyone who strikes a person with a fatal blow is to be put to death. And this verse goes on to clarify that this is for intentional killing. Verse 14, if anyone schemes and kills someone deliberately, that person is to be taken from my altar and put to death. Now, there's some different words for killing and death here. The word for kills someone deliberately is a different word, and it's often associated with violent killing, perhaps in battle. And then there's an even different word behind the phrase, put to death. But the big concept here is there are some things for which people ought to be killed. In fact, there are other capital crimes listed in Exodus 21, like attacking your parents, or kidnapping, or even cursing your parents. So in Exodus 20, God prohibits killing or murder, or something in that realm. But in Exodus 21, God commands killing, or putting someone to death, for some people, based on certain types of crime. It might help to say that the killing prohibited in chapter 20, then, does not or really cannot include the kind of capital punishment 
listed in chapter 21. It also helps to know that the word for killing used in the Ten Commandments is never used to describe killing in self-defense. And interestingly, it's also not used to describe killing someone outside your own nationality. Now, I need to say that that doesn't automatically sanction Christians carrying out or endorsing the modern death penalty. There are lots of punishments from the Old Testament that don't transfer, and even if we do endorse the death penalty, we don't endorse it for all the things the Old Testament talks about. We don't kill people for cursing their parents. And it doesn't automatically mean killing in self-defense is even always okay. Jesus has some difficult teachings about not even defending oneself against an evil person. This is all complicated. And so I'm not right now in this podcast trying to make a modern death penalty or self-defense argument either way. I'm just saying that the argument for these issues isn't as simple as quoting a few verses from Exodus. Neither is the argument against all kind of killing. There are some other ways this word gets used that, again, help us define it. It can talk about even killing someone accidentally, like that footnote we talked about earlier from the ESV. In Numbers chapter 35, starting in verse 22, there's some commands about protecting people who kill accidentally but are accused of murder. There's that word. The wisdom lit usually uses the word to talk about the strong killing the weak. Look at Job 24, 14, where Scripture says, When daylight is gone, the murderer rises up, kills the poor and needy, and in the night steals forth like a thief. It might also help to know that the New Testament always uses the Greek word associated with murder when it's quoting or talking about this Hebrew word and concept. So, for instance, when Jesus quotes the Sixth Commandment in his Sermon on the Mount, the Greek word is murder. And elsewhere in the New Testament, it's almost always used in a negative, not a neutral sense. We might sum up this word in this way. The sixth commandment is best translated murder. So saying do not kill is not very helpful and it leaves too much ambiguity where scripture was, I think, a bit more specific. The kind of killing prohibited in the sixth commandment seems to refer to killing someone unjustly, whether by accident or on purpose, who is one of your own people. And broadly, maybe we can say it refers to taking any life outside the parameters explicitly laid out by God. The Bible has so much more to say about life and death and our role in such matters. But let's let the sixth commandment say the most accurate thing possible. Thanks again for joining. I hope this mini-series is helpful to you. If it is, I hope you'll consider following or subscribing and leaving a rating and review and sharing this podcast with a friend who might be interested. Continue to stay tuned as we move through our mini-series called You Keep Using That Word, I Do Not Think It Means What You Think It Means.